Drop the subject. Channel Q. Hey, what's going on? My name's Kevin. That's Allie. This show is called Drop the Subject, and we are back together again. Got a good show planned for you this afternoon, uh, including the return of Cray Cray Gay Gay. That is coming up a little bit later. We will, uh, of course, break down or nominate, dedicate, force each other to watch another set of movies in the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. Uh, So many great suggestions that came through these past few days on the social at DTS Show for Drop the Subject. That right there is the lesbian with the mostest. Her name is Allie. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, just keep in mind, Kevin, that my mother is in town this weekend, so anything that I watch, I will have to watch with her. So I would really love if it wasn't something overly sexual. Mm, maybe tone down the violence. A do you little? do you know me at all? Because I feel like I didn't have. <laughs> Why did a, I tell you I, this? I didn't have an overly sexual movie planned. Uh, <laughs> but now that you have mentioned your mom is here and you'll be watching it with her, I'm thinking immediately about giving you wild things. <laughs> which, That's actually a very gay movie it is well it's a gay movie but the, the straights love it I mean, let's just got, both watch wild things hey that's a good idea <laughs> we you, finally found our common you, ground you me and your mother just sitting around <laughs> watching some wild things that sounds like a good time I feel like you're gonna give me a eyes wide shut you know what? That's another great one. That is totally heteronormative. Although that actually had some lesbianism as well, if I uh, if I'm not mistaken. And Tom Cruise is in the movie, so it's also got some uh, some gay heterosexual. And those homosexual. ballroom masks are pretty gay. Eight three three seven seven call Q. If you want to join the show, you can do it on the socials starting immediately at DTS show for Drop the Subject show, or uh, We Are Channel Q. Once again, it's great to have you with us. Thanks for hanging out. Next few hours is going to be a lot of fun, and uh, potentially some uncomfortable and awkward conversations will commence, uh, but that's okay. Uh, yesterday, I uh, chatted with a guy that um, uh, gives his sperm away, so yes. I can only imagine that today will be a step in the less awkward direction. Less spermy, for sure. Well, um, I know. Let's not make promises we can't keep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a, a, a gay, gay, cray, cray question for you about my personal life. Do you mind? Um, I guess I have to say no, but I probably do mind a little bit, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. Tell me if this is gay, gay, or just me being cray, cray. So I went to log into my bank account information because, you know, weekend in Vegas, you got to make sure you have enough funds to cover the bills over the next couple of weeks. And I, of course, can never remember my password. It was one of those situations where what I had saved was no longer saved and I needed to put in my passcode and I couldn't remember. So then it asks you the security questions, right? The security question that they asked me was, what was the name of your first boyfriend slash girlfriend? Oh, boy. And... They were not anticipating a lesbian losing their bank card, (laughs) forgetting their password. I mean, I understand they tried to keep it... They tried to keep it... Neutral. Neutral, but I feel kind of bad for the person, and there are people out there that have to take out money that have never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> Either they're asexual or they just... Well, you cannot pick that as your security question. Oh, I guess you get but to But I thought you can put in the answer, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible. But did I do it with two words or one? <laughs> or a uh, hyphen? Uh, the family couch. <laughs> or no? did I say nobody? Wait, that, that that's, uh, that's a weird... Yeah, listen. Uh, before we get into that, because I think that is interesting, especially as someone who is a lesbian but did have boyfriends, so, right. so I guess if I had to, I mean, I guess you you technically have two separate answers, so you have to now think about- Which one did I put which, when I right. set up the security question? Did I do my first, and there's a couple situations here. It could be my first kiss. It could have been my first actual legitimate boyfriend. It could have been my first girlfriend, or it could have been my first lesbian experience, and- 
I mean, I should know the answers to these questions. Also, in the first place, I should know my passcode. But I, for the life of me, cannot answer this security question. I have put in every single combination that I can think of. The guy that I first kissed in uh, during Can't Hardly Wait the movie. And then we kind of dated, but not for very long. Then I had my first actual boyfriend in high school. His name didn't work. Also, I don't know if it's the first name and or first name and last name. Did you try the name of the person that gave you herpes? Uh, no, I didn't try that. Wow, no, I don't have herpes. That's, that's, maybe it's just herpes. <laughs> Capital H and the uh, the the Z, you know, the S is a you know dollar sign or something. But my cousin. <laughs> Wait, well, that's also possible as well. A lot of things you should try here, but you know, you try three or four of them and you're wrong. You just get locked out, then you don't even have access to your own money, and it's because you can't remember who you put down as first boyfriend or girlfriend. I would think, t- I would think you would put the relationship that was the most meaningful, even though it says first. Like, for instance, I think it says, one of my questions is, who is your childhood dog? And well, I've that had, one's easy for me. But I've had multiple gi- childhood dogs, and so I picked the one that I liked the most. I mean, it was not maybe our first But it's dog. the one that comes to, t- comes to mind when you start talking about your childhood dog. Yeah, it's the one I... And so, as a result, that dog will forever live on in my... Pa- I mean, the, the heartworms took it out, but it will forever live on in my password. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. So I I guess it's this. But then if you are asked that security question, do you always immediately go to, oh, it must be this dog? Or are you like questioning which one you actually put? whether it was the first dog or the favorite dog. I I question it, and I actually have recently, you know, now that my dog is, my current dog is getting up there in age, 13 now, I was thinking uh, this is already, if she makes it to 14, she will be the longest dog-human relationship I've ever had. That's a good security question. Which is pretty significant. It's the longest (laughs) dog-human relationship? That's that's a great question in general. Uh, And so I'm thinking, does that mean that she automatically then takes over as as my new password, which would be annoying because I've been kind of going with the same password for the last, God, however many knows, 50 years or however long I've been alive. And the whole point is that not everyone is supposed to know the immediate answer to that security question. So everyone knows you have a dog now and they know a lot of your close friends and family know what the dog's name is so if they were going to hack into your bank account they would know that answer not everyone knows your childhood dog's information well that's right and that's the thing that you're supposed to if you're really trying to keep your stuff safe banking information i understand why you want to keep that safe for most of the other things like your netflix password or you know now you need passwords for everything 99 percent of the things i have passwords on i don't even I don't want to care ha- i don't care yeah. I, it just doesn't about it doesn't matter to me if someone's looking through most of the stuff i'm watching on netflix the stuff you're making me watch anyway for gay straight movie reviews now so <laughs> it's not like i'm ashamed of it's not like i sat down and watch like you know they had like a Nicolas Cage movie marathon by myself yeah. and I'd be terrified if that got out even my health insurance information I don't care if anyone logs into like there's nothing interesting there and I just have to and I just owe money I so do- if you log in congratulations you've access to the bills that I have to pay the most shocking thing that you've said so far is that you actually have health insurance I know I right I know you that exciting that's really, I just got it that's amazing because uh, I'm married I hope um, did you have to tell them about the herpes or is that no a pre, no that's a, that, not a pre-existing condition no they can figure that out I wait, have that under control so you have so the question was. I don't have herpes. I'm not. Allie got locked out of a thing. They, the question that she had, I guess, picked when you get to pick a few of the questions, and it's usually some things like where'd you go to elementary school, or you know, what was the what name, was the hospital that you were born in. What was which, the name? How can I remember that? Right. No. Who knows that? I right. Was or what was the name? Of the, the uncle that didn't touch you. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. But the one that 
You I went, have like six that didn't. So. Well, that's that's going to be once again another <laughs> that's difficult. Be hard. One. But the one that you went with is who was the, what was the name of your first boyfriend slash girlfriend? Yeah. And since you've had a first boyfriend and you've had a first girlfriend, I would think you would have picked the girlfriend. Yes. Not but, only because it was most recent, but also because I feel like that's a that's a big statement as a, I would imagine as a gay person to finally be like, now this is my first legitimate girlfriend that I'm proud to tell everyone about. I hold hands in public. I tell everyone she's my girlfriend. When you start using that terminology, I, I would think that would just be more more significant. Right, yeah. I mean, but it's it wasn't. Like, it wasn't that. It's like if your first car was just like a hand-me-down piece of junk, and then when you're actually able to buy yourself a car, you're like, this is my car. This is another piece of junk, but I bought this <laughs> junk. <laughs> I bought this piece of crap. Yeah, so my question is, is it just a gay, is it gay-gay, or is it just cray-cray that I cannot remember what I put in the first place? Am I just an idiot that I can't remember my passcode, my first boyfriend or girlfriend, and I'm not even able through all the combinations to answer the security question, or this just me being gay gay? And it's kind of you being the... a slut more than anything. <laughs> I mean, you seem like you can't- Gay gay or slut slut? You, you've tried <laughs> so tr- so many people. I mean, it's really remarkable. I, I feel like you're kind of so humble many. bragging right now that you just keep writing down names like alphabetically. You start at the top and you're like- And some of them, I can't remember their last names. Alan, Ann. Okay, moving on. Is it Beatrice? No. I just opened a baby name book. Bob? No. I mean, well, eventually, eventually I, you're going to get... Sh- you're gonna I got go, locked out. You're going to do the worst possible thing, which is go into a, bench, uh, a bank branch, which no one wants to do. And then they ask me the security questions in person. <laughs> you got to once again start all over again. Start talking about your relationships. I mean, with these guys... Oh. I, uh, I, I, you're in a weird spot. I think you picked a bad You picked a bad security question. I know. I don't know why I went with that one. I also just don't think that they should be asking security questions that are that wishy-washy. It has to be just a very... A very very stable answer. Like the hospital you were born in, that's it. That's one answer. That's it. If but it's you boyfriend but, slash girlfriend, it can be very confusing. But you don't know that, right? You don't. I mean, I've called my mom before to ask her questions so I can get into accounts because I don't remember. You know, it'll say what what is the name of the street you grew up on. But my parents moved to, so I don't know which one I would have possibly picked. And I only remember one of the streets, but there's probably two others that we had that maybe I had picked at the time. So you I, have to call your mom. I got to call her and ask her, and that, that turns into a 55 minute conversation about God yeah. knows what. Or so. like your parents' middle names. Oh, that's see, a tough one too. The so, birth, birthdays. I, what I've learned is I really don't know anything about anyone anymore. No, yeah, I think I, so. I I don't know what my uh, anything about my finances right now because I cannot get into my account and I was then locked out of my account. I don't know. I'm hoping that when I try to log in again, they're going to give me a different security question because I must have picked a few different ones. Well, listen, knowing you, knowing the way your brain works, just once again try your first boyfriend followed by sixty nine. Okay. And that'll probably get you in. <laughs> what is your first boyfriend slash girlfriend and what you did with them? Yeah. And there you go. Done, done. Here you go. Tanya, 69. Oh, look at that. You're in. Anisha, first base. Be back in a moment. Uh, the, <laughs> seems like a long, that's a long password. Anisha, first base. Be back in a moment. It is the all new channel Q. Uh, in case you uh, need a password. I don't think you do, actually, to use the radio.com app. But if you do, uh, why don't you go ahead and make it uh, drop the subject. Be back in a moment right here on the all new channel Q after this drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject it is the all new channel Q a show that is called drop the subject sometimes we talk about things and people say alright that's enough you've, uh, you've gone far enough you've gone 
far too deep and far too girthy. Let's drop the subject. <laughs> and we say, no, no, no. The subject will continue. It and can't then, get girthier. It, it, can, it can. That's actually, uh, that's what uh, I always tell my wife that. And she says, no, no, it can't at this I'm point. I'm still waiting. I'm a straight guy. That is Allie, a gay lady. And uh, we talk about some things going on in the world. This I found fascinating. Uh, we haven't had a chance to get to this yet, even though I think it officially came out yesterday, maybe even the evening before. But science has weighed in on when we are considered officially adults. And I think that uh, we all have our own definition, right, of when when we believe that we have transitioned from being uh, a child. And I think you can be a 50-year-old child. I really do. I think you can oh, be... I've met a lot of them. I think you could be a, uh, a, t- a 15-year-old adult. You, know, you hear about people, like, oh, parents were never around, had to raise my kids. Yeah, by my, my first siblings. job when I was nine. Right. So I think that... Age is, you know, to me, it's not a great barometer. I think it's life events, things that you've had to experience that make you transition from being what would be considered, I guess, I mean, I know there's a lot of categories, right? It's like kid, teen, tween, uh, infant, uh, teenager, young adult. <laughs> Jumping I guess. all over the place. I mean, there's a lot. I don't know the order. I'm, I'm, dis- I'm dyslexic, so I'm, I think I'm going backwards. There's a moth, butterfly, <laughs> caterpillar, right? But I, I know that there are things that happen in your life and some people have a specific event that happens and they go that was the day I became an adult and other people just maybe it's something you did where you're like you know it wasn't until I opened up my first bank account see I would say paying your own taxes or doing your own taxes would make you an adult when you finally are an independent according to the eyes of the IRS that is what you believe makes you an adult no one can claim you and if, yes, you maybe you have the money to be able to pay someone to do your taxes, but to handle it yourself and not have a parent or a relative or somebody do that for you, being able to pay your own bills and make a living and survive for yourself, I would say that means adulthood. But there are a lot of people like my wife, I had to convince her the other day, uh, it was yesterday, just yesterday, to go on errands by herself. And it was very difficult for her. Mm-hmm. And that could be, I mean, she's 32 years old. Did you, you give could, her a whistle for stranger danger or? <laughs> well, she, we were supposed to go, go together. And then at the last minute, I was like, I don't have time. I got to go to this other meeting. And she paused for a minute and she was like, well, I guess we could just go tomorrow. And I was like, you have the day off. Right. You, you could can go, go right. by yourself. We need toilet paper for the love of Christ. Yeah, we needed like three different things to happen. And she finally took a moment and decided, all right. I'm going to go. I'm well, going to go by myself. And I was like, this is adulthood. You need to be able to run errands by yourself. That's just a, a, a very big staple of adulthood is running errands. Saying the phrase, um, I can't go run errands, I have a meeting. That's a pretty adult. So having meetings is pretty adult. Yeah, having meetings in general. Yeah. I mean, I guess unless you could argue that Girl Scouts have meetings, et cetera, but, uh, but that's a different sort of thing. You know, for me, listen, I, I know this is going to sound like a total hetero breeder elitist comment and I don't mind saying it I can't wait but hetero breeders are the best am I right (laughs) (laughs) no I I did not truly feel like I was an adult until I had a child really yeah and I I guess I would agree I've had dogs (laughs) and I've had uh, plants that I've you know made live about a week or two when I when I had a baby when I was holding my own baby and having to do things to like keep another person alive and and doing the things that I assume my parents had like to me that was where the shift happened in my brain where I'm like I guess I'm not a kid I'm not 
I, I can still enjoy eating Lucky Charms for dinner. That doesn't matter what age I Everyone am. Everyone should be able to do that at any age. And I got a buddy who's like got a you know, full head of gray hair, but he's got no kids, which is shocking because I'm like, how did you go so gray so quickly if you have no kids? But uh, what, what's stressing you out? And I think he's stressed out with how much uh, random sex he's having with strangers on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> Who do I have random sex with tonight? Ah, it's so stressful. But I think um, as a result, I don't but, think he looks like an adult. There's no question. He looks like an adult. You'd see him and go, that guy could be 60. You don't even know. He's in his like mid-30s, but he looks like an adult, but he acts like a child and he's very childlike in many ways like a ch- like somebody who's just in their beginning 20 years just partying and things like that yeah he's still like living the life like right it, to me like it college fe- life it feels like he's still in the same if he wants to do it he does if he doesn't want to do it he doesn't do it and does he live in a house does with he have his, a house with his parents yeah. <laughs> no yeah now he lives in a, like a studio apartment okay so that's a studio apartment still signifies childishness not childishness but and i know it's not it's not under a lot of people's control anymore everybody's living in rentals and apartments and stuff but uh living in a studio apartment at how old is this guy 35 36 maybe right if you're 36 and living in a studio apartment by yourself some people would consider that not acting like a real adult oh i'm so jealous of his life trade (laughs) it all trade it all right now for that studio apartment but if I, i i do signify living in a house as being an adult. Interesting. And like having a yard? What, what, like, what yeah, you say, like house? having your own washer dryer, having a driveway, having oh. a backyard, or you just any house in general. Even if you're renting. If you, if you don't own a house, I know it's impossible for anyone to own a house now. Right. If you can live in, in a house in any way, shape, or form, and this is what pisses me off, is that my sister... I just, just saw. I just saw. Just started moving into a house. Yeah, she just before le- me. She just leapfrogged over you. She totally leapfrogged over me. She's eight years younger than I am. Yeah, she's in a house. And she's in a house in the Bay Area, which yeah. is one of the most. It is the most expensive place in the entire country. Mm-hmm. A one-bedroom apartment goes for thirty-seven hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. She was able to find a two-bedroom house for a thousand dollars less than that. Well, in the Bay Area, didn't we uh, determine that she has huge breasts and probably needed the house just to stretch those out a little bit? I mean, didn't we determine? <laughs> I need a second bedroom for my boobs. Uh, so, like, just sign here, honey. <laughs> according to scientists, you cannot—you're not officially an adult until you're in your 30s. That's brain scientists, and it has to do with how your brain processes things. So, anyone who says, "Oh man, I had to grow up fast," you know, I took—I had to get a job, help support the family. There's all these things you can do that make you grow up fast, and then there's all these other things that people do. And this is the 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 uh, part of the problem people have with millennials these days is they say, "Oh, they're some of them are so afraid to grow up. They go back, they live with their family forever. They don't even know how to do laundry." Every week, a new article comes out. Millennials don't know how to, four out of five millennials don't know how to tie their own shoes still or, you know. We're using bar soap too. That's a, that's a a dying thing among millennials. And I think bar soap is a very adult thing to do. That's an adult thing. Well, I'll tell you what's more adult (laughs) than that is is not even bar soap, but decorative soap. That's adult. Like if you're like, that's decorative soap. Display soap. Or like my my parents would have like this like special like butterfly shaped soap that only went out when company came. And then (laughs) it gets all old and dusty. I wasn't allowed to use it like uh, to wash my hands. And I was like, well, what if I go uh, poop? And my mom's like, just go wash them upstairs with your soap. This is company you soap. Wash your, you wash your butt with soap? No, no. My, if I, my hands. After oh, I, okay. I'm saying, if I need to use the bathroom with the special butterfly soap, can I not use it? And she's like, no, it's for company. <laughs> it's like something like people did to try to like appear that they were richer than they were. Like, we have special butterfly soap. Yeah, like someone's going to use the bathroom and then be like, ooh, oh, my God, is that a monarch? Didn't realize how well this family was doing. <laughs> what about if you actually 
choose to watch the news? So like, what if it has to do with the programming that you take in? All right. So I like, rem- I'm not watching Bob's Burgers anymore. I'm watching the six o'clock news. I remember vividly much of my childhood being so angry when I would try to watch TV and all that I had to watch was golf, and then it was like followed by 60 minutes. And I would be like, put something on that anyone wants to watch. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. There's so many cartoons I can't see right now. Where's Alvin and the Chipmunks? And now, if someone were to say to me- What if descri- they were on 60 Minutes? If someone were to describe to me, a, like, describe, a per- someone would say, describe a perfect Sunday, I'd be like, watching golf all day, followed by 60 minutes. Right. So- that also, as I thought about that the other day, was I was going, hmm, I guess that means I'm an adult now, or or I just have lost interest in Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, I mean, same here. I used to get so upset with my dad because he would drive me to school, and every morning he would listen to the news. Gay talk radio? He would listen to... <laughs> Yes. You'd be like, why isn't there a station called Channel Q that I could just listen to more gay news? He's got a point. He's got a point. But I would get so upset because I wanted to listen to music. I wanted to listen to, you know, Linkin Park and uh, in in Lifehouse and all the great bands in the 90s. And questionable description of great bands of the 90s right there. Now, on the way to work, I listen to the news and I actually listen to it and enjoy it. So does that make me an adult? I don't know. Well. There's a you're lot in of- your 30s, so you're an adult. According to, listen, I, I'm not saying we're not smart here. I mean, you can make that determination for yourself. But according to brain scientists, which, by the way, of all the scientists, brain scientists definitely seem like they've got it together a lot more than the people on TV trying to sell you pillows and lab coats, you know? <laughs> the brain scientists say you have to be in your 30s to be an adult. You're not actually an adult until you're in your 30s. We are both in our 30s right now, which means, congratulations, we're both adults. Also, when in doubt, just see if you got any gray pubes. <laughs> you, don't well, I got one. you don't need to be a scientist for that uh, this is the all new channel Q you can be an adult and listen or you can be a you know <laughs> you can be a what <laughs> adults finish their own sentences Kevin well then I guess I'm still not an adult I'm going to get a thesaurus we'll be back in a moment see all new channel Q this is drop the subject we'll be back right after this drop the subject we'll be right back Drop the subject. Drop the subject. How you doing? Yeah, still us. Sorry. Uh, that's Allie right there. Kevin right here. And you are where you are. You can join us. 833-77-CALL-Q. Moments away from breaking down some possible news headlines. News it or lose it style. We will get to that. Uh, next hour, the gay gay cray cray is coming your way way. And so much more. Uh, right now, though, oh, it's an opportunity for us to celebrate the cinema in a way that only we can here at Channel Q, where I force Allie, a gay lady, to watch a movie that was intended for me a straight man Ali then uh, returns the favor by forcing me to watch a movie that was probably intended more for a gay audience although someone did point out on the Twitter I believe maybe it was the Instagram it was a comment that I'm sure the people who directed these movies and starred in these movies would actually be thrilled that their work is now being viewed by the potentially not intended audience yeah no exactly I mean I don't think that movie straight that you watched uh, mm-hmm. the the Bollywood gay male movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone that made that movie would have ever expected someone like you to watch it. And they probably were in. A, I would say a sales slump with their films. So I think that you did them a favor. It's good. We're yeah, keeping for, the movie industry alive. For all we know, they're uh, they're going. Look, uh, we we told you this would be a big hit with the uh, middle aged uh, straight white man. 
Huh? You <laughs> right. laugh, but look now. <laughs> ah, it's a slow play. And let me just say, it was not a hit. I did not give it any pizza slices, which is our patent pending rating system, because Allie and I agree on not very much, but we do both like pizza, and we think it is the one food that can definitely bring together the gays and the straights. And um, even when I say that, you know, some people get upset about that term. They, they don't like it when I, a straight man, say the gays. Yes, but, but I say the gays and I say the straights regularly. So right. am I not allowed to say the straights anymore? Does that offend you? Doesn't offend me, but once again, I'm the you're you're the I'm the majority, I guess technically. Yes, yeah, Although yeah. I'll tell you, around this station, I'm definitely not. I am no. the minority. And we make sure you know that. I'm. It is well aware. Everyone here gets rainbow Do you feel chairs, oppressed? except me. I get a metal folding chair. <laughs> Everyone else here gets beautiful, nice, cozy, get a straight back chair, rainbow for straight chair. Man. Um, anyway, my uh, scoliosis has never been better, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Let's uh, get to it. Uh, last week, if you recall, we reviewed these movies on Monday. I had the opportunity to watch a, a movie um, about a couple of couple of women hanging out. Having um, having sword fight fights and n- not sword fights. The the women were having. No, they did have a sword. Fight. Well, oh, that's true. I thought you meant that in the sexual way. Yes, they did have. They, it was a, a fencing match, is what it was. Fen- <laughs> I already forgot which movie I watched, and for a second, I I almost just freaked out and go, "Am I about to describe a porn I watched the other <laughs> night?" Because I got, <laughs> I I, I for, it wasn't a sword; it was a knife. For <laughs> for one second, I was like, "No, no, they were fighting over Jello." <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? No, I yes, uh, that is a great way to start a porn plot. Uh, this, that's my Jello. This no! this oh. of course was. Uh, Women doing what women do in a uh, Catholic school situation. What was the name of the movie again? It was called... Uh, something God, in... Pre- not Pride it, and Prejudice, which is no, what I always want to say. No, it was called... Uh, God, now you're making me forget. It was uh, I know Lost the, and Delirious. Uh, Lost and Delirious. I was going to say, I know what the Jello one was called. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> anyway, regardless, uh, I, I thought it was a great movie. Ali recommended it. I'm so glad I saw it. And uh, I got to see a, um, a, Misha, a young Misha Barton and uh, a bunch of other people doing things. that uh, I thought the movie was good. Hyper Parabo. You're welcome. It, it had a, a real heart to it, uh, above all else. Okay? Yeah. Ali, on the other hand, got a chance to watch a what real- What Women Want, yeah. Yeah. Again. What, what Women Want. It's the first time that movie's been rented or watched in uh, probably 15 years. Uh, anyway, she uh, did not like that movie any more now than she did probably when she saw it originally. It's time for new movies. Would you like to assign to me first, or should yes. I assign to you first? No, I will assign first. I was uh, just reviewing, because last week I did give you a, a female gay movie. So I think I'm going to go back in the male direction this week. I was looking at some of the top gay male films that have uh, that are out there. And I noticed that a few weeks back, maybe a couple months ago, I gave you Disobedience, the story of uh, Rachel Weiss and, and Rachel McAdams in their Hasidic Jewish community having a wild affair. Mm-hmm. And uh, it definitely got a lot of buzz, that movie. But did you know that that movie technically was a gender swap? And there is a male-on-male version oh, damn it. that I am going to make you watch. And it is called... Oh, hold is it on. the original Eyes Ghostbusters? Wide open. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was excited for the original Ghostbusters. It's not that? Yeah, they, yeah and they gender-swapped that one, too. Uh, Eyes Wide Open. The plot reads as follows. A married Orthodox Jerusalem butcher and a Jewish father of four falls in love with a, his handsome 22-year-old male apprentice, triggering the suspicions of his wife and the dis- disapproval of the Orthodox community. It is directed by Chaim Tabachman, and the writer's name is Merv Dofster. So have fun watching that. It was made in 2009, and it uh, opening meet weekend made $6,000. Oh, God. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> Gross USA sales oh. since 2010 are $24,000. So you're doing the community a favor again by giving this one a watch. I also am not sure if it's in English or Yiddish. I think you can do dubbing in English. Oh, boy. Should I say? <laughs> All right, well, I will be watching that film, and I will give it an honest review, an honest watch. Uh, you told me earlier in the show today that you will be with your mother this weekend, and whichever movie I give you is a movie that you will not only be watching um, with your wife or by yourself, but also your mom will be there as well. And I thought about giving you a ton of just really masculine, real, I mean, I thought even comedy classics like Porky's that were def- definitely a movie oh intended for just guys. And, and you know, I mean, that movie, whatever. My mom's probably seen that. Probably loves that movie. So I don't want to give you that. I think your mom was in Porky's, the original one. Are you going to give me the Jello movie? I'm, I'm going to give you a movie that I actually think is a great movie. But as a straight man, I don't think I'm allowed to have any other opinion. I think you will not like this movie. Have you ever seen Point Break? Oh, no, I've never seen that. Is that with John Cusack? Nope. Okay. Wrong movie. You will be seeing Point Break. <laughs> That's Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. With Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, no, I hate him. And uh, Patrick Swayze. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, it's a surfer surfer movie. Also, Nick Nolte's in it as well, so you got that to oh, look forward Jesus. to for some sex appeal. He's in every straight movie. Uh, anyway, I think you're going to thoroughly enjoy dude bro surf culture Ugh. mixed with some exciting bank robberies as well. And um, you're gonna if you, I, I know one of your things you like to do is take these classic straight movies and find reasons why they were gay, and you could probably do that now. It's a bunch of guys surfing, rubbing sunscreen on each other, wearing wetsuits, just and like you, dressing up like presidents to rob banks but there's also um, a female uh, love interest in this movie as well and I think that you will learn to probably take a movie that I have fond memories of and make me hate it so I'm going to give you Point Break so you legitimately like that movie well listen I haven't seen it in a long time I remember when was it made the 80s I think it was probably early 90s, maybe mid 90s. Oh, and but, the fact that I was able to avoid that in the 90s is a miracle. So I guess time catches up with me eventually. When I did um, join a DVD club for, for that one <laughs> one period of time when you could join a DVD club, and I think I got to pick like 11 DVDs for a penny, you know, this was one of the 11 I picked. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. All right. I'll give it a watch. In fact, I'm I should really probably not. just remember which other 10 I picked and give them to you week after week because I'm pretty sure they were all probably <laughs> super, straight. super hetero style movies. Uh, regardless, that is uh, your movie. This is Gay Straight Movie Reviews. We will watch them. We will review them and we will give you our honest feedback next week. I think on Monday we'll do that. Be back in a moment with your headlines for News It or Lose It. Uh, and then so much more after this on the all new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie, and Kevin Klein is over there. Kevy. Just monitoring my brackets. I know you're concerned about this, but uh, <laughs> things are not looking great for my gambling. Have you already a... done your bracket? Yeah, the games the games have been being played. That's what I've been looking at the whole time we've been doing the show. Oh, you, so it's already underway. I don't you know. You think I was paying attention to what you were saying? I was watching the TV no, behind you. No, I know you never pay attention to what I'm saying. Oh, is it on right now? You know what's interesting? It's on in every other TV in this building. It is not on in the <laughs> Channel Q studios. <laughs> just, we stick to Judge Judy. Yeah, just to, gi- just to give you an idea, it's like you can't go three feet anywhere in this building without seeing college basketball <laughs> games on. You go to Channel Q studio, and I think it's HGTV, actually. <laughs> I think there's a home improvement happening right now. So you're 
your bracket is not going well, is what you're saying. Uh, not going great, but I mean that that's usually expected. I just uh, well because you always do it. You always put all your. Uh, Faith into your t- your orange team. Well, they haven't they haven't played well. yet. They're playing later today, but uh, it doesn't matter. The point is, I uh, well, that's I, why you're on edge. I pick some upsets. Well, I'm always on edge for a variety of different reasons. I but know, but in this particularly... particular case, for the next few days, I'll be on edge because of uh, a bunch of college kids. It's weird now because now that you know, we talked <laughs> that about sounds so creepy. We were talking about this like ten minutes ago about <laughs> us being adults and when we became adults and all that. Yeah. But now I feel weird. Now that I'm in my you know late thirties, feel a little bit weirder yelling at twenty year olds on TV. <laughs> For screwing Get up. it together! Yeah, like I just feel like it's you're making a, zero dollars. Work well, harder. When when I, when we were the same age or when they were older than me, I didn't have a problem with it. But now that I'm like you know double mm-hmm. some of their ages, I I feel like it's weird for me to be like you know f you and your whole family. I'm like oh, okay, I'm sorry, I don't mean that. <laughs> Get your life together. All right, uh, already in the show today we have assigned gay straight movies. I will be watching Point Breaks. Uh, part Point Break. Starring Keanu Reeves, and you will be watching Eyes Wide Open, which is a movie about Hasidic Jewish gay love among two men. So uh, those that's how we will be spending our weekends. But there is other things going on in the world. So without further ado, news it or lose it. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I present some headlines, we decide what we'd like to lose, and what we would like to news. The headlines we lose, we will never speak of again. Here's your first headline. Chrysler fanatic restores old tired cars. Did you say Christ fanatic? Chrysler. Oh, Chrysler. Chrysler. Uh, hmm. Church of Jesus Chrysler. I am not interested in almost (laughs) anything to do with that story. Uh, Maybe old and tired are the only buzzwords there for you. Yeah, I'm going to say big fat pass. All right. Headline number two, world's first VR gym set to open in San Francisco. Hmm. Virtual reality gym. Does that mean you don't actually have to work out? Like, is it you? I think it tricks you into working out. Oh. I think that they just found a way for gyms to get bro Is it like you're being chased by zombies VR style? And well, as we result... have to break it down. You all have right. a lot of questions. Let's news it. I'm interested okay. in that. I, I was hoping you wouldn't have to actually work out at all. It was just like what you would look like if you were working out. But okay, let's, <laughs> let's news the VR gym. I'm right. interested. That could be a trend. Headline number three. I hope we have enough butter. Costco is selling giant lobster claws at some stores. So I saw the pictures of these online, and to say <laughs> you did. Oh yes, I have an alert for all things Costco. To say they're to say they're well. giant lobster claws is an understatement. They are comically large, like like, <laughs> really? like it's like, as if a lobster had elephantitis. I have purchased lobster at Costco before. Which you you would think, oh, the guy's bought lobster. He must be doing all right. But I bought it at Costco. It was the worst lobster I've ever had because it was not. Yeah, it that lobster does not look. Well, like it was it's Canadian. Well it wasn't Maine. Like, there's different types of lobster, and this was from like I ate it. I was like, this doesn't taste like a lobster. <laughs> yeah. It's like farm fresh Detroit lobster. It was from Canada, so my for all we know it was Detroit. But I, but it was like can, can, I never heard of them. Be like we got fresh Canadian lobster rolls. Like that's like I heard New England, but you know Maine. Like mm. there's certain areas you expect lobster, and then I, so I'm gonna. Uh, I am interested, but it's more of something you should just Google. <laughs> I think you just, I think the story is that the lobster is very big. They're massive. Get them while you can, <laughs> folks. I'm serious. Invite me over. Uh, let's, let's lose let's that. Let's lose it. Lose okay. It. Uh, and then finally, is spring break getting too fun? Cities crack down on the drunken disorderly. 
Happens every year right around this time. People go out hoping to have a good time, get some plastic beads and a bikini. Spring break is, I think, maybe the most fun of all of the types of vacations you take in your life. To me, at least the way I remember it, spring break is the most fun. It doesn't get any better than that. I never have partaken in spring break. Not not like a traditional spring break. Like poor poor person. That's what may be the frumpy woman I am today. Uh, All right, yeah. we will news that then. Oh, let's news it. All right. uh, and finally, Santa Venetia Goods seek to rebrand clogs. Did you say claws? Like lobster claws no, again? No, clogs oh, the like wooden the shoes. Shoe? Uh, let's lose that. Okay, big great. Time. Let's have, start talking. We've never, we've never talked about clogs on this show. I don't want to start doing it now. <laughs> uh, all right. VR gyms. Sounds like a good idea. People are constantly trying to find more fun ways to work out. Why not combine fitness with the ever-growing industry of VR and video games? The first ever VR gym just opened. Well, it's opening in April. Uh, in San Francisco, shocker, for 200 bucks a month. You put on a headset and you complete reps in order to advance through a battlefield or unlock new characters. They claim that you can burn as much as 250 to 400 calories in 30 minutes. All your progress is saved. So that'll make you want to come back because you're going to want to go in the next day and pick up where you left off. Oh, I didn't get to kill that zombie or, oh, I do want to unlock this new weapon, blah, blah, blah. So it does make it gives you the addiction of the video game and then they they blend that with your working out regimen so it actually tries to develop a habit for you your desire to keep playing will keep you in the habit of going to the gym i think look it's easy to say this is absurd this is ridiculous gyms are fine the way they are that's why kettlebells have been popular for the last five thousand years (laughs) however i was at a casino one time pulling the uh lever on a slot machine and i remember thinking to myself this is exhausting I said, boy, if only I was in better shape, this wouldn't be so difficult. And I remember thinking to myself, if every time I pulled this lever, it went up like two more pounds in resistance, I could be in great shape. But because I've got such a problem with gambling, I couldn't also stop doing it. Have the chips got really, really heavy? I th- well, that's a little ridiculous, <laughs> Allie. I mean, let's, let's be serious for a second here. I actually so so the concept of combining working out in video games. A guy like me that knows I need to work out more should be working out more. I like how I feel when I do actually consistently work out. Oh, you do. But I'm but I just get so bored and I just there's so many things I'd rather do, but if you're sitting around playing a video game, it's it's almost the exact opposite of working out. You're sitting there doing nothing and if they can figure out the right middle ground and maybe this gym is it or maybe it'll be the the next one that opens down the line, I think you've got a serious market for guys like me. And other and people ladies. And, and ladies, guys like by guys like me, I meant ladies like Allie. Is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> but that we would go to this uh, workout VR gym. I'm interested. Well, it, what's interesting is that when I heard about this, I thought I pictured somebody wearing a VR headset and lifting dumbbells and looking down and seeing their ideal body. Oh, that's interesting too. I actually think like, that would oh, work as well. Oh, you're 400 pounds, but you go in there and you see because when you have ripped muscles, you're like, yeah, you know, you feel. Like you enjoy working out a little more because you want to see yourself work out because you're so turned on by your own self. Like so if, if you, you had could... Terminator vision and it showed you this is how you'll look if you keep doing this exercise yes. consistently for the next six months. Right. And you get to look at your own body and you look at yourself in the virtual mirror and it shoots back like a much better version of yourself. I think, hell yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all on this. So I, that's what I thought it was, but it's not. You're in a room by yourself 
and you're basically playing a video game in a room and you have to complete reps in order to unlock, you know, episodes and, and characters and stuff. I also at first thought that like remember a while back we talked about ocular herpes Always, and how wait, big hold of a, on. We've talked about herpes so many times on the show. Are okay. you talking about, when we're talking no, about no, space no. It was, herpes? It was before the space herpes. Before the space. What about your yeah. herpes? No, was no, it before no, or after? No, it was you? after my. No, I, okay, and so I don't. Was, I've never said that I have herpes. Right. So it was your herpes, then it was space herpes, <laughs> and then ocular herpes. I no, remember. Remember that. when the VR headsets came out? Everyone was trying them at yes. like those kiosks, and then they weren't getting ocular herpes right. because no one was wiping them down. And that, I mean, they always tell people to wipe down gym equipment. A lot of people don't ever do that, and then it gets gross. And then if you have, if you add in VR headsets to the mix, and nobody's wiping those down, then you've got a real. Then it's total herpified gym. I, uh, I would love to hate this idea, but I am really in favor of it. The VR gym will be something that I can imagine will be happening soon. I mean, it's almost like that that Peloton bike. I know they're getting sued this week because they apparently were like putting a bunch of music in the <laughs> Because in the they didn't ask anybody's permission right. for like, like all of the hit songs. Right. All of a sudden, the Notorious B.I.G. is like, why am I helping people get in soul cycle shape? But <laughs> um, but that's almost, lo- that's a step before this VR gym in the sense that you can sit there on a bicycle and make your monitor look like you're pedaling through the Swiss Alps or something like that. So it's, it's getting there. As I said, if the stories were a little better, like if it was, I was in an episode of The Walking Dead and it was zombies chasing me and I could really fool myself into believing I couldn't quit or if I did, I would get eaten by zombies oh there is an app like that already actually it's called zombie run is that the one you're in no 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 oh. no, no thought you were promoting your project no. <laughs> that is one actually you can download <laughs> it now um no it's called zombie run and basically it's a running app and you are being chased by zombies i'm on board with and that you there's random moments where you have to sprint because oh no a, a zombie came out of nowhere so it's like you're basically high intensity training based on the reality that zombies are after you Pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm interested. All right. Miami Beach and other major cities have run into a problem. Spring break is getting way too fun. It all started out as an innocent little gathering where college students could get loose in the midst of a challenging school year. But over the years, it has turned into a wild free-for-all involving things like beach brawls, alcohol poisoning, tourists flying out of moving car windows and then getting run over. Uh, Residents and police are done with this. The response now is that cities are cracking down on spring break, emergency meetings are being held, and Miami Beach has even come up with a catchy new slogan, which is, come on vacation, don't leave on probation. Mm. They've spent... Not that catchy. (laughs) Doesn't really rhyme. I mean, it's really a bit of a stretch for it to even rhyme. It is, yeah, it is rather. I, I don't think that you can rhyme accurately words that are that long um they've spent thirty-three thousand dollars on a, a digital ad campaign they've sent letters to over 300 sororities and fraternities so they think that communicating the fact that everyone shouldn't have too much fun is going to change things even so with spring break already in full swing they've made 97 arrests in the last weekend and they expect the trend to continue this weekend well it it wouldn't be spring break if it wasn't uh, some people get arrested. I mean, that listen, I did any of a number of things. I mean, one of my spring breaks ended, I told you, when I was running from cops in Mexico while holding a flag that I had stolen from a golf course, and I was completely naked and had to hide behind a beverage cart in a hotel. I'm sorry, what? You oh, never told me that. Oh, it's a doozy of a tale. What? I will, I will tell you. And that was just one of them. I mean, there were multiple times. You have a lot of crazy golf stories. Well, this one wasn't... <laughs> the golf flag was really insignificant to the story, other than the fact that I just happened to have that when I ran into the ocean naked to plant it in the ocean, but it was low tide, and so I was never able to hide my genitals <laughs> under the water. Lo and behold, they uh, 
decided that that I was going to be the guy they made the example of at the resort. And I, but I look after sneaking into someone else's hotel room, doing a little breaking and entering, finding some clothes, putting on a disguise. Was able to you walk. broke into somebody's room yeah. and stole their clothes? Yeah, I'll give you that story. Remind me. I'll tell you the story in full detail. I didn't know you were so fun. Well, I used to be fun. That was uh, that was a 20-something-year-old Kevin. Interesting. So you, your idea was to put the flag in the ocean so that people thought that's where the next hole was? No. No, I wasn't. I was just... I was. It was Because I would do that I if was, I was golfing. I was drunk and we were about to leave for the airport. We'd been in Mexico for like 10 days or seven days. And I remember thinking... I'm was this college? Plant. Yes, college okay. spring break. That's when you go on spring break in college. I mean, if you do it after college, you're just kind of an old pervert, I think. <laughs> Which I'm not opposed to yeah, being. Yeah, but people still do spring break crap even in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually that's the new trend right now. All these people that are getting nostalgic for the fun and wild times they had in college, they uh, they can't wait to get back out and do it again. Unfortunately, we're up on a break, which is the uh, the opposite of fun. But when we get back- a spring oh, one? We will be back. No, it's a regular. It's a commercial oh, break. Damn. <laughs> spring break and commercial break are opposite ends of the fun spectrum. I'll make it as fun as I can. We'll be back uh, after these words. Uh, Craig Craig Gay Gay is next next here on the all new Channel Kids. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Consider the subject officially dropped. No, wait a minute. We've got another 20 minutes left. Let's keep talking, hanging out, having some fun right here on the all new Channel Q. Ali right there, Kevin right here, and uh, you are where you are, but thank you so much for listening and participating. Totally interactive, totally inclusive environment here on uh, the all-new Channel Q Radio and Radio.com. You want to call us, you can do that. Hit us up on the socials at DTS Show. It's a great way to get to us directly. Drop the subject, DTS Show, on uh, Twitter, Instagram as well, or hit us up at We Are Channel Q. You can do that, and uh, your messages will be read by multiple people here at the station before they actually trickle to Allie or myself. Well, still. I mean, it's always nice to hear. Someone asked us um, how they can go to New York, which I know is something we've been talking about. They've been talking about it on the station. It's a pretty sweet prize. I know we gave away a sticker a few days ago. People said, how can we get any better than giving away a sticker? Fact of the matter is, um, it's going to be tough to beat, but we think this may just have the sticker beat a little bit. You and your sticker could be flying away to New York to go to NY Pride. You want to take a trip to New York City just to celebrate Pride Weekend? It's June 27th through June 30th, and you can go to channelq.com for your chance to win. And you can, uh, of course, just keep listening to Channel Q for all the details. I will give some of them to you now. Channel Q and Schaffer Hoffer Grapefruit and Pomegranate. They will send you and a friend to one of the biggest pride party parties in the whole world. Uh, we'll provide you with round-trip airfare. Did you say pride party? It's a pride party. I'd like to go to a pride party. because on there? Uh, Sounds like the most spirited a, way to go to the a bathroom. pride party. We'll provide you with round-trip airfare and a four-night hotel stay in New York City. Uh, and yes, if you go to wearechannelq.com, you can enter to win. Of course, you have to be 21. Your guest has to be 21. Uh, and you can enjoy some Schaffer Hoffer on the way there while you enter during the festivities after the festivities, whatever you want. Um, I know that we're going to get to the Gay Gay Cray Cray if you'd like to play play with us for an opportunity not to win the prize that Ali just spoke about a moment ago because you have to go to the website if you want to uh, register for that. But if you want to win one of these stickers that we spoke about a few moments before that, and I know a lot of people are like, forget about that trip to New York and the $1,000 worth yeah. of air travel Sti- and all that. Yeah, stickers are hard to come by these I days. I want a sticker so I can put it right on my luggage or my car or my face. 
let people know that I support the all-new Channel Q. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll even give you one of those Channel Q prize packs we've been talking about, which is really just two stickers. But anyway, hit no, us up. No, it's not. No, it's more than just that. Hit us up, uh, 833-77-CALL-Q. If you'd like to play along uh, the Gay Gay Cray Cray, the rules go like this for the most part, right? Allie, you uh, share with us a uh, story about a, a couple. Yep, this is a story about a couple. I will not say the genders of this couple. You must guess whether it is a straight couple or heteronormative couple or otherwise. And in this particular story, Facebook birthday messages are involved. People Ooh. can get very, very testy. Oh, you said testy. Now I know it's a guy couple. No, 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 no. I know. T- testies may or may not be involved, but birthday, happy birthday wishes on Facebook are what caused this kerfuffle. Kerfuffle? Isn't that German for testicles? Now you're just saying that again. <laughs> I think that's the sponsor that's paying for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pride. I love kerfuffle uh, pomegranate. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, get into the gay, gay, cray, cray after this. If you want to play, play. Once again, it's eight three three seven seven. Call Q. We'll get to the game play after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Yes, the subject has been dropped and is being picked up again. This is Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie and Kevin is over there. It's time to get into gay, gay, cray, cray. There are a lot of couples in this world that do crazy things. Starts off well. There's a lot of love in the air. And then before you know it, there's other things in the air like fire. Vases. A lot of vases and being vases, thrown. Yeah, and that's cans of soup. Pretty sure the only reason vases were invented were to throw during a fight. <laughs> yes, that's true. No one actually uses those. No, no, of course yeah. not. Uh, so, every week we present a story. I will give you the details, Kevin, and you will guess whether this is a heteronormative couple or a gay-gay couple. I uh, I think I got one half wrong, but for the most part, I'm spot on. Yeah, I'm you've been great with this. So proud of this. Like, I, I don't have a lot of skills. I'm I'm pretty good at napping. I don't know if that counts as a skill. I also um, I'm good at using those chopsticks that they um, you know that the they child put, they put the rubber band on them mm. to make them for the kids. I'm good at, good at using those. But you're not good at using regular chopsticks. No, no, horrible <laughs> uh, at the regular chopsticks. But you are good at uh, guessing people's cup sizes. I'm very good at that. Those are that's it. So add to my list of skills. Maybe uh, the maybe my <laughs> most impressive one yet is that I'm pretty good at playing the game gay gay cray cray. <laughs> I can so. guess your bra size and then pick up your bra with a <laughs> with <laughs> child proof chopsticks. <laughs> go all right in this case this story starts on facebook there is a couple they're seemingly happy together one of the i one of the people in their relationship has a birthday of course when you have a birthday you're only as good as the facebook posts that come on your page no, we've discussed on your birthday. this before yes hbd baby hbd yes but in one case this person got a facebook message from somebody saying, happy birthday, dear. And the significant other of the birthday person flipped out and started harassing the person who wrote the message. Wrote things like this. Please delete that birthday message that you sent to my blank's timeline. I don't like you calling my blank dear. Well, you don't have to go any further. I mean... Maybe you'll give me some details that make me change my mind, but as of right now, I'm 99.9% sure 
This is a heteronormative couple. It was a guy's birthday, and a girl wrote a message on the Facebook that said, happy birthday, dear. And that is the overreaction that sometimes women tend to have. Not that a man would not overreact as well, but I don't think a man would be as thrown by the word dear. A doe, a deer, a female deer, I say. Another message reads, can't you just write happy birthday to you, insert name here? What business do you have calling them dear? Finally, another message. Facebook, I will soon leave this space to YouTube and have my sanity. I now know that dear is a romantic name. I don't know how I can get to my birthday setting so I can know the person with this name that I sent the birthday message to yesterday. Oh, okay. So this is the person who actually wrote the message and is now leaving Facebook because they're being harassed by this other person. So you're saying that this is a heteronormative couple. The person whose birthday it was was a man and the significant other is a female who is yelling at another female. Is that right? For the details being, it started, I just think women are more likely to not only, I would say snoop, but my wife hates the word snoop. Uh, she likes the word detect uh, detective. It's the same word, right? I mean, it's the same act. Yeah, I think that detective sounds more professional, but sleuth. it's really, yeah, oh, I she hate likes, that word. She likes, I think women are more likely to sleuth on social media for any sort of signs of infidelity but this could also all be women and i just for the, the word dear to me it does not have any sort of a romantic or sexual connotation unless you're over the age of 90 or like i think like that's something that i i could hear my parents saying to my sisters like all right dear like it just dear is I would think it's an older person thing to say. Older, yeah. Dear doesn't uh, it, it, does, yeah. it doesn't do it. I, I can't. Babe, I could see being an issue. Hun, mm-hmm. uh, F buddy, yeah. I can see F buddy. Happy Mistress. birthday to my F buddy from work. Hope your <laughs> hope your girlfriend doesn't read this. Yeah. That person could, I'm cheating on you with. That that could all be possible. I could see all of those things being problematic. But saying happy birthday, dear, f- making one of the people freak out. Going into a very public, I mean, this is a public exchange, right? That's yes, happening. Yeah, this is a public exchange that's, ha- that's happening. And then the person who is getting the harassing messages then put the messages to her own Facebook group, uh, their, damn it, their own Facebook group, and said, Well done. Damn it. And said, <laughs> This is a drum roll to Ali makes another mistake. Uh, I'm sorry. I was, in my head, I was locked in as soon as I heard the story. This is the easiest of the cray cray gay yeah. gays yet. In my mind, it's 100% heteronormative. Girlfriend got upset about boyfriend's birthday Facebook message. Well, it's, I mean, you're pretty much right. It's husband and wife, not boyfriend and uh, girlfriend. Whatever, but same yes, thing. the I mean, guy's idea. name was Steven. The Facebook user was Cynthia Valerian Raphael's. Ooh, one of my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Yeah. And Valerian, very powerful steel in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is the couple that was, I guess it was Stephen's birthday. Everyone was wishing him a happy birthday. And poor Cynthia said, happy birthday, dear, and ended up leaving Facebook over this after getting so many harassing messages. I will say that just sending multiple harassing messages is a very female thing to do. Guys will just get stabby. Well, Guys will be like, what, who the hell is this person? I'm going to go find out who they are. Although I, I do know uh, from personal experience, I know a situation, not that happened to me, but to a, a buddy of mine who 
saw that there was a guy that was leaving a lot of comments under his girlfriend at the time's uh, Instagram pictures. And it was the same guy. And the comments were always like, not, you know, there's certain weird comments from total strangers. They're like, yeah, I'd eat you up or I want to lick you or sniff you or something. And you go, that's- or I want to smell your jeans. Right. That's inappropriate. But then again, you go like, that's not going to happen. The guy could be writing this from Wichita, you know, whatever. But then there's ones where- the guy was saying like, oh, you look great here. Or, oh, I loved it when you bought that. Like, He was able to piece together that something was amiss based on the comments. So so was something amiss? Well, they broke. She claimed there was nothing amiss. He said, uh, you're, he said, there's no way that this guy, if he wasn't into you, would leave these kind of comments on every one of your pictures. Oh, so that is a gender swap. It's a bit of a gender swap. And then they finally broke up. And lo and behold, like three or four months later, she's now uh, was with the guy that was, was with leaving. the guy in the comments. Yeah, leaving the guy in the wow. comments. So I'm just saying it does go both ways. Now he should go back and start commenting on her stuff and see if she goes back to him. Aha! Yes. <laughs> Whoever leaves the most comments that's gets her re- heart. Revenge. Uh, yeah. Well, so there you is, go. That's been cray cray gay gay, and even before Ali screwed it all up, I was pretty confident. Yeah. Pretty confident. It's hard when so many parties are involved to give nobody's gender. Difficult. That is difficult. It's it's like half to... the words in this article are unreadable. Just think of this game like uh, one of those bathrooms. Uh, you <laughs> like just gotta, a Mad Lib? Gotta make it gender neutral. Be back in a moment. When we return, uh, is that it? Are we out of show? Oh, we're out of show. Are we? Oh, That's damn. disappointing. Well, I guess some people will be thrilled. Others will not. We will officially drop the subject and get out of here after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Take a break from watching all that college basketball and uh, drop the subject with us for a few more minutes, huh? Some you were bonus so invested time. at first, and now you're just watching college basketball. Well, I was. Here's the thing: I was never invested. Oh, in my college basketball, very invested. You met in the show today. Yeah. You thought I was invested? Yeah. Oh boy, you read me all I wrong. I thought you did at first. Yeah, uh, I thought no, you were. No, I was. You're I was not interested. invested, and I'm in a vest. I yes, Ali. Oh God, that was a long way to go for you to get yeah, that out. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, worth oh. it. Setting up her own material. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Anywho, uh, it is Drop the Subject. It is on the all-new channel Q. Thanks for checking us out, radio, radio.com, smart speakers, etc. And uh, much appreciate you telling others. Probably the greatest thing you can do, uh, aside from listening, is letting other people know that a station like this now exists for them. And uh, listen, maybe you got some family friends and they're not cool like uh, the kids or the, the teenagers haven't come out to their folks yet. And they're like, I don't know if I feel comfortable. You say, well, why don't you listen to a channel Q? There's a community uh, of like-minded individuals having a radio uh, show or a couple of radio shows talking about some things. And uh, who knows? Maybe you get some good advice from Loveline or listen to what we have to say or one of the other shows around here that we haven't met yet. Anyway. I heard them talking about astronaut herpes and it gave me the strength Well, to that was our out. show. Our show's quite different. I would recommend <laughs> yeah. probably all the other shows above this one if that's what you're yep. into. But regardless, thanks for being with us. Uh, we never got to the Gay AMA on Wednesday. We were going to try to get to it today. We're almost out of time. But let's try to squeeze in at least one question quickly. Uh, here we go. Uh, it's Is that time- news that are losing? Lose it because I ain't got nothing. It's the Gay MA. All right. I have a question for you, Kevin. All right. Go ahead. Gay MA starts again right now, but it's got to be a really quick Gay MA this week. When you go to a restaurant, do you feel pressure as a straight man to order manly dishes like barbecue and burgers and steaks and things like that? Or do you occasionally feel like a niçoise salad and you feel like you aren't able to order one? 
I, you know what? It's funny you bring that up. I, I mean, now I'm comfortable enough to order what I choose to order. But if I were out with a bunch of guy friends, like, you know, and and we were ordering drinks, that's the one time where maybe I would feel pressure if I really wanted- An Appletini. If I was just craving a Zima- <laughs> And everyone there was uh, ordering, you know, whiskey or beer, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, I really want a Zima." I just want a wine cooler well, so badly. Not gonna, not gonna say it right now. Um, th- there is, a, there is some pressure when it comes to eating. Nowadays, it feels like it's not uncool or unmanly if you're like vegan. And yeah, if you're eating a salad, yeah. or you're like, uh, can you substitute out the 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 red, you know, the red meat for turkey patty? And so, like, I just feel like. Maybe that's from living on the West Coast. I mean, it, it happened in New York a lot, too. Like, I just think people, there's so many people with so many dietary weird trends or, or restrictions or whatever it is they're into that it doesn't seem to phase anyone anymore. But I think that when you go all out, you're like, give me the appetizer sampler. <laughs> everyone seems pretty happy about that pick. Like, everyone at the table, like, is the like, person that orders the appetizer sampler. Everyone's like, that's my hero right there. Yeah, and then no one eats the zucchini sticks. Right, those go back. Yeah. That's why you got to step up. That's why I up. never get it. The, the one I would always say, hey, you know that one healthy, kind of healthy thing you guys throw on there just to make it like yeah. a little. Just I, double up on the wings. Just to please. go a shade under 20,000 calories. Uh, <laughs> can you get rid of that and, uh, yeah, double up on the uh, on the wings or the deep fried mm-hmm. onion straws? Yeah, but so you actually like a lot of quote unquote manly foods like you like yeah. wings you like pizza you like steak and burgers right, and you I like, like all things. that stuff barbecue like i know you're obsessed with b- good barbecue you and love things good like barbecue. that but that's legitimate love you don't feel like because i'm a, a straight dude i got to be able to barbecue and learn how to make wings and be man well do you do that thing because you're a lesbian where every time you order tacos you like wink at the waiter the yes, waitress? I do. Oh, you yep, do. Okay. And she winks right back at me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been the uh, Gay MA. I'm glad we have no time to go into this any deeper, but uh, it's a good question. I'm glad you asked it. And uh, next week, we'll start out with my question for you. Hey, Lovely. thanks for checking out the show. Tomorrow, uh, the part of me will be played by a bisexual individual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His name is Clayton. Clayton Ferris, I believe. Good I job. finally you learned finally his name. Did. It's written down here on this piece of paper. That's how <laughs> I knew that. Anyway, we'll uh, be back uh, together again next week. Uh, of course, in the meantime, you can keep watching, uh, listening to the show. You can watch it, but there's not much to see. You can check us out on our socials at DTS Show. Drop the subject, DTS Show. Why don't you go ahead and give a follow, give a like? We appreciate it. Thank you in advance. Uh, until we are together again here on this gay radio station, for Ali there, Kevin here saying bye. Bye. Sexual. Curious. Sexual. Sexual.